Um, so we left off on talking about how I got my pick line placed, and then we were talking about the uh, wonderful male home health nurse. That, oh, that's right. We, yeah, um, we ended with him. That uh, was there for like three hours. I mean, we did. We meet. We met a. Bleh, we met a really wonderful home health nurse after him because I don't remember her name. Now I feel bad. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, um, if you're listening, we love you. We, we love you, you and we miss you. And but um, she. I mean, the first time she came to her with the Airbnb, I was throwing up and shitting. And she's like, are you sure this is a good time? And we're like, yeah, it's fine. This is a normal day for me. She was so cute. And she was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. So, you know, there's, there's, you know, when you're home health nurse, you got to expect that. I'm sorry. If you, if she's any, very sweet. Yeah. If any of you are going to the career of being a home health nurse, you got to be ready for anything vomiting anything. everywhere. And dogs and cats. She loved, Tucker loved her. I guess you could tell the story um, before, because I want, not much happened in this Airbnb, because we're only there for like two months, Yeah, and, then, and yeah. I had just started treatment, and a lot of the treatment wasn't really doing anything. I mean, all we were really doing was, we started one IV antibiotic, but it was like, I think it was only once or twice a week, if it that. It was very slow. Very and we slow. were going in every Monday, I would do IV amino acids, but that was like, it was all just very slow. It was, it was leaning me in, um... But, I mean, you could tell the story of what happened when we gave Tucker the sugar-free lollipops. It's not really a story to that. Autumn got sugar-free lollipops, and um, she shared them with her dog, Tucker. The Wasn't them it would... on election night that he went? Because so we were down there. I mean, that was election. It was 2020, so. Um, and Tucker. I don't remember that. Was that when Bev and I were drinking that night? Yeah. Okay. It was the election <laughs> night. So, um, I don't really remember that night. He, I just know what happened. He happens. was being really gassy besides, besides the shitting everywhere. He was being really gassy. Remember? He smelled like rotting fish. I don't remember. Okay. Well. Bevan, who I love and adore, was there. But she's a bad influence. Well, that was kind of, I mean, but that was all that really happened. I mean, then we moved out pretty quickly. Because we kind of realized, oh, we're going to have to be here longer than just two months. Um, we'd gone for Christmas. We came home for Christmas. And when we went back down, we were like, we had moved. We went into an apartment complex. And it was still an Airbnb. We still hadn't officially rented apartment, an apartment. Um, because we're still like, oh, it's only going to we be one more month. We were only going to be there for a few more months. It's fine. Um, so, I mean... And I started, everything was still going really slow. I mean, I started um, a medication that I'm still on to this day, so three years almost, Zyfaxin. Um, it's for IBS, colitis, um, usually bacteria infections and overgrowth in the gut. Um, and I, I was just telling you that, like, I, when I first started taking it, I could barely tolerate half a tab. Um, and they're, they're not, they're basically horse pills. They're pretty big. Um, they're like 550 milligrams, but I could barely tolerate in a day half a tab without, which granted now we know why I was throwing up to be fair, but to even without having major constipation, major diarrhea, pain. Um, and now I'm taking four tabs. I'm taking two yeah. in the morning and two at night. <laughs> so one thing that, uh, I, that traditional western medicine also does not understand and there's there's a huge uh the the lime wars <laughs> and Lord. they do not believe there is a faction a very large faction as we've talked about before in this podcast that does not believe that lime exists 
after you've had a, a course of antibiotics, all right? So we're gonna set that aside for right now because the key is, is that yes, it absolutely exists. And you can tell because when you start someone on medication, when they have a bacterial infection with several different bacteria and it's been a long time, their body reacts violently to it yeah. because it's called a Herxheimer reaction. Yes. That's at least what it is in the Lyme disease community. Named after some guy, someone her Herxheimer. <laughs> it was. And it's essentially it's it's a good sign, it, and that's yes. what doctors will always say is, oh, it's really great you're having Herxheimer reaction. It is the most awful fucking thing on the planet. It is awful because essentially what you're doing, I mean, I, I mean, I've, we've witnessed it. It's literally like you're, sometimes it feels like you're shaking out the bugs. I will yes. get flu, I will get the flu almost. I will, um, I mean, for me personally, I get major, major migraines. Um, I get flu-like symptoms. I get super snotty. I get, I mean, because everything's just starting to, come out because the bacteria in this case the Lyme bacteria and the co-infections literally root themselves in your cell walls okay and 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 to slightly detour this is another reason why it's difficult to test for them because after a while they literally just become, become part, a part of your of body you. and um. so you start taking medication that works and it's pushing these bugs as out of your them, cells out of your cells it's not just like they're not just killing them they're pushing them out like i okay. so another form of detox is some people with lyme disease or bacterial infections will actually drink clay now yes be, and because the magnetic will draw out all the or they'll have activated charcoal now because of my tubes and because of everything i don't drink clay obviously because i it would probably clog my tube um but I take um, my, uh, clay baths, like you just put some clay in the bath and literally like it will leave like a half a part of me in there. Like I'll yeah. get out and there's like a film. It's and so you can gross. See, you can see it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I've taken her clay baths and nothing happens with me. I mean, yeah. it's gross. And, it's and kind the foot of... baths. Um, I right. posted on my Instagram. I do do the ionic foot baths and like you'll do my ionic yeah. foot bath and nothing really will yeah. happen. For me, I'll have like... It was so gross. Like, it's gross. It's, it's really gross. The, the, and all of this, you know, it sounds like voodoo, ooh, mysticism. But here's the thing is we are all made up of, of chemicals. We are all made up of, of atoms and elements. And there are certain bases and acids that are in the natural world that are going to affect our body more than others. And when you are infected with certain bacteria, so like Autumn said, she'll take this ionic foot bath and her foot bath is like congealed and thick and crusty and gross Ugh. and I'll do the foot bath the same thing and you know what I'm not perfect health but my foot bath is like uh, it, it, it's just not the same I mean, it's not of, the same one of the big one of the things that started happening with me when I first was herxing in California is I started getting a lot of edema in my legs and my mm. feet yes um I wish that I took more pictures and videos I didn't because at the time I was so detached from just kind of I wasn't on social media. I wasn't really on my phone in that way. So I don't really have any pictures and videos of it. But let me tell you, like, I couldn't walk. My knees were so swollen with water, like, that I couldn't walk some days. And, like, it was a type where if, like, you grabbed my leg, you would leave an indent on my leg. And whenever I did ionic foot baths, it would go down because what essentially was, it was all this buildup of detox in my legs and in my feet and toxins. And it would be draining out of my lymph system. And what the bath did is it drew it all out. Yeah. And yes, you could be like, I, like, yes, it sounds voodoo-y, it sounds crazy, it sounds weird, you know, 
And as an infectious disease doctor would say, there is no way that after one course of antibiotics that you could still possibly have the Lyme bacteria inside of you. And in fact, if you take a course of antibiotics and then you take another test, you take this, depending on the test, it will show that you have nothing else inside of you. But, but, the, but the, like I said, the spirochetes, and you can look them up, they are in, they will literally become part of your cell Like walls. even people who get, like let's say you get bit by a tick and we immediately get you on antibiotics, doxy, doxycycline, whatever. Um, yes, you may actually not have chronic long-term Lyme disease, but you still might always have possible symptoms. You might always have fatigue. You might al- It's just like when you get COVID, and even though you, you get through your course of COVID, some people have long COVID. Some people to this day still have long-lasting effects from COVID, even though they don't technically have COVID anymore. And you're actually finding things with COVID and Lyme disease. Yes, and COVID is actually, the long, uh, long-term long COVID is actually starting to make people realize, you know, you can test someone who has long-term COVID. We have a very good friend who's suffering from long-term COVID, and she's been, you know, tested for COVID. She doesn't have COVID anymore, but the effects are still there, and, yeah. and that's the same thing with Lyme. And if you have ever, if you think that you have Lyme disease and you get tested and you are told, oh, you only have two out of the five bands, you don't have it, that is absolutely ridiculous. A normal person doesn't have any of the bands. This is how we, we were told, and this is how that our Lyme doctors explained to it. A normal person should not have any of the bands. Or like, or the other thing was, is we tested me for Babesia and Bartonella, and it said, well, I have, it said like either inconclusive or I have like a certain amount but it's not enough no per- you shouldn't just you shouldn't just have bathies or bartonella in you period a normal healthy person should not have any they won't of be those. inconclusive it shouldn't be inclusive but it also right. shouldn't show you have any in no. you because you're a normal healthy person and inconclusive in these tests usually means that it's it's able to sense something the test is registering something but it's not registering enough on the scale that they well, also are tested on so right flawed it, still in, in short it's like saying you're a little bit pregnant or a little bit cancerous you know oh you, you only have, have a little bit of pancreatic cancer so it's not it's statistically not relevant you only have a little bit of death it's okay yeah you're fine you're, you'll be fine anyway going anyway, back to the medications so autumn we estimate the the best case autumn was bitten by a tick when we were in scotland in 2015 2014 2014 the worst case is that she was bitten sometime before that. When, when she I was, was riding horses. Riding horses out. In nature a lot. Right. I used to hike a lot when I was younger. So the bottom line is, by the time that she was taking these medications, she had had Babesia and Bartonella inside hanging her out. body, hanging out, building Trump condos for a good... Building them their own six, Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, for a good six years at this point, by and the time you were the taking... And then the feds came in, and this the problem is, is instead of the real-life Mar-a-Lago, they actually had turrets set up to fire back. They actually hid themselves. They hid Unlike the, they some hid people. Themselves. Not only did they have turrets, but they hid themselves in the walls of Mar-a-Lago. Right. And so when the feds came, they didn't see them anywhere no. because they're like, there's no one in this house. No. Because the feds There's nothing to the see. Feds, the feds don't know how to look for people in the walls because, you know. Anyway. That would be the feds. Let's well, you're going to get us in trouble with the, I don't know. Anyway. I hope the CIA is listening to this. Gen Z people. Gen Z. Bring it. All right. The point she is. She fears me. I do. The point is that when you start taking medications, I mean, imagine if you'd had, if you had cancer 
for six years somehow and managed to live and then started taking medication, it wouldn't just be, oh, I'm taking my medication now. Yay, I'm all better. Your body is literally has figured out a way to survive with these things in it. And it may not be a great survival, but it is surviving. And so you start taking these things that's killing it. You're shedding cell walls. You're shedding... You're shedding a part of you. I mean, part of you. There, I mean, a lot of the detoxing that I've had to do, I've lost weight because of it. But it's honestly, me and my doctors have have decided, like, it probably was weight that was infected. Oh, it was... It was was riddled with things. And it's not... It sucks that I've lost the weight, but also... I've been able to gain the weight back faster now because it doesn't have all the awful shit in it. So she starts taking her antibiotics very, very slowly because she'd been sick for so long. It was so awful. Her doctors were like, we need to start slowly. Otherwise, we can't just put you on a full dose. Um, To give you a comparison again, if you have ever taken Zithromax, um, it would be like, you know, Zithromax is a usual seven-day course. I think you take one or two pills a day. In Autumn's case, that Zithromax would be spread out over a three-month course, except she'd be taking maybe half a pill two times a week. Yeah. Okay, because the full regular course would literally kill her at that point. The Zithromax, or the Zyfexin was the same thing, is that because we suspected that the Bartonella and the Babesia had built colonies specifically in her colon, that to start her off on the regular dose would put her in to just... I basically mean, I, shock. It wasn't even that. It was that I just couldn't physically handle yeah, it either. Couldn't. Like, it was right. causing me to have major, major reactions. Like right. Hives. I was breaking out on hives. I was breaking out, like, I had the edema. I was having right. flu symptoms. I remember my throat used to swell up. Yes. My thyroid used to swell like crazy. Yes, we were starting um, to My think... limbs started to swell. Yes, she had swelling in all of her limbs. She had thyroid swelling. She had... Um, um, we had... This was one thing that we did that was the perk of California. So my Lyme doctors in the same building that they worked, they worked with, they had a lymphatic massage, mm-hmm. um, massage person. And so we were seeing her, I think for most of the time we were in California because without her, I don't know how I would have detoxed most of those things. And like, I'd come in and she'd be like, oh my God, you, you, your yeah. limbs are so swollen. Yeah. Well, and again, what's interesting with her is the same thing as we've experienced with other massage therapists and your chiropractor and other naturopaths who we've given your body basically to them to work on. And before even you had diagnoses from, a, they saw stuff. They, they saw stuff. Things. They said your limbs, you know, aside from the edema, um, the fabulous lymphatic massage lady was like, you are so, like, I can feel it. I can feel. And again, they work on all sorts of people. And they work on people, too, who come in there and just want to stay healthy. So they know the difference between a healthy environment and a non-healthy environment. Yeah. So uh, the now the, the thing about the Zyfaxin, it has been a game changer for Autumn. An it's absolute my, it's game my, changer. I'll die if I don't have a medication. Yes. And she is up to four tablets yeah, two a day. Yeah, in the morning, two in the evening. So we're basically two thousand ish mils. Five. We're gonna two of us doing math. Yeah, now. it's five times four. I know. So it's like two thousand. It's like twenty two hundred. It's two thousand two hundred. Yeah. Anyway, um, a lot. She's doing like four times as much now as she was when she started. And if I stop that, my colon pain like a lot of my colon symptoms will return yes and it's <clears throat> death 
Oh, uh, it's thought that it's also, um, when we were in John Hopkins last year, we did do a colonoscopy on me, and my GI there does actually think I have colitis, so it would explain why, because it's one of the yes. colitis medications you're prescribed. The only issue is, you know, it's it's hard to get. We've well, talked about it on so another here's, here's no, we talked about it on another yeah. episode, so we don't need to go into Well, no, that. I was going to talk about the, the other thing with Lyme and, and the other issues that Autumn has. It's very difficult right now to tell... Like, she might have developed colitis anyway. Yeah. We do suspect it is in our family lines. Or is it just an autoimmune response to... Right. So her doctor can't necessarily... He's not willing to put it on her chart, like, as a diagnosis yet, because it could resolve itself. And the other... I mean, there's a lot of things, like, my Lyme doctors were talking about with us when we told them I was getting surgery, is they were like, there's a lot of things that we don't know. How much is being held back with my treatment of Lyme? because of my mouth, because of my smas, because so much is inflamed because of those things, how much of that will then be resolved if the information right. goes down there? Right. How could, I mean, we didn't even know any of that. Then. So I don't know what the, your one particular story was. You just wanted to talk more about I mean, how we you started were, out so slowly and. I mean, yeah, and then we get into the, so then basically we're in this one apartment and then they moved us to a different apartment and we were just like, you know what, we're just gonna stay there basically because we were like they moved us is a is a nice a nice way to 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 put it yes yes and they didn't throw shit on the street to be fair uh they're going to but i mean they didn't they yes the airbnb um double booked the apartment that we had rented for four months three months and said oh hey but we're gonna move you down the hall well the reason why i didn't choose the apartment down the hall in the first place was because it had had a record in its reviews of being infested with ants. Ants, Now, we're in California. California has ants, yes. But this was to the point where they had... (laughs) A guy there when you were going to go see the apartment. Right. So we moved into the actual apartment complex, and we got this cute little balcony, and it was so nice. And then... (laughs) I mean, the ants did come back later in our apartment when I was on TBN because they all really well, liked my TBN. Yes, but but it this, wasn't as bad as this the other apartment one. had to get continually had the guy come in spraying the stuff and Autumn because again autoimmune and also low immune. I couldn't have her in that apartment where some they guy were was constantly in there spraying shit. continually spraying crap because we had enough problems as it was. So um, long story short, Airbnb and I had some words. Words. And um, I got our money back, and we ended up renting this apartment that yeah. we stayed in. It but, it worked out. It worked out. I mean, and then, so I don't know. I, I kept, well, no. So then we were in the, that apartment, and I started, I upped it to three days. And remember, those used to be the dark days, because I would yes. spend literally three days in the dark in my room. Not yes. moving, not functioning, like barely existed. This was her antibiotics. And and again, if she was healthy and she was making all of this up and maybe she did just have an abdominal inst- obstruction with the mouths and the smells, but then everything else she was just reading into it. Let's go with that. It since shouldn't that's be what fucking me up of. that bad. It should not have been, you know, she might have had diarrhea. She might have had some stomach pains. Like I wasn't moving. I was literally no. immobile. Like I would literally no. just lay on the floor in the in dark. In the dark. Okay, for, 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 for three days, days on end while she was taking her antibiotics. And then she would be there, and then the day after she would finish her, her round for that week, she would be in the dark for about a day, and then she would slowly start coming back out. But light was hurting her. Um, and understand, we are in California. We had never been there before. Like, if it was autumn 
if she was faking all of this, that would have been the one time when she would have stopped because yeah, I wanted she to go wanted home. To s- I wanted right. I was done traveling and all of this because we thought we'd only been there for a month. Right. So uh, anyway, it got really it, bad. I mean, yeah. there was um, I mean, there was the one time that you I was having one of the, one of the days, and you got me out, and we had gone to San Francisco and got dinner that night because I hadn't yeah. literally left my room in like a week. So don't expect one of the in it, the things that we have run into with this and we still run into is that with complex medical cases a lot america has this culture of oh when are you going to get fixed and i know autumn's talked about this before when are you going to get better when are you going to get better i mean that's why i completely went dark on social media for those two years and that's why i want to talk about this because a lot of my friends like don't know what happened to me and it wasn't because it was because i genuinely just couldn't handle it because i didn't want to hear anything from anyone getting better can often take can often take more out of you than being sick in the first place depending on the path especially with something like especially when you have bacterial infections that are very difficult to dislodge and I think we as a society really need to start when you when you meet someone or you know someone who says, "Oh, I have this and I'm in long I'm in treatment for it." Let's come up with a different way to show concern than saying, "Oh, great, then you'll be fixed." Or, like just "Oh, give when them are you going to be better?" If nothing else, just give them grace. You know what? I think that most I think I can speak for you and most chronically ill people would just just you, you don't have to say anything about it. Just be like, "Oh, hey, I like your hair." Or or whatever you know cool pick line i don't i don't know cool pick well you don't have to you you do not have to try and make that person feel better okay that is not your job like there's been i mean like even just last night i but this is what we did a lot of in california and that's why we did it last night we used to because you would teach all day I would, we would make dinner when I could eat whole meals and we would sit down and we would watch something like Unsolved Mysteries until the sun went down, until it got dark. And we wouldn't even speak a word to each other sometimes the entire time. And I'd be sitting there in pain, not feeling well. And all I wanted was just someone to watch TV with me. Yes. Just so I wasn't alone. Just so I didn't feel isolated and isolated and in pain. Being chronically ill is isolating a lot of times and that, that... because Those, you feel alone. You feel alone in your symptoms. You right. feel alone in, you know, especially with something, I mean, for everyone, you feel alone when you're chronically ill. It's especially even worse, especially when you have doctors that don't believe you and, or people in your life that have not believed you. And I'm not, right. I'm not saying you. Mom, no, I know. But like other people in your life that have adamantly been like, that's not what's wrong with you. Or I don't think that's what's wrong with you. And just to have someone there to just... Listen. It, it's perfectly okay to say, I'm so glad that you found someone who is helping you now, or I'm so glad that you are, you know, yay, I'm really excited for you that you're starting treatment, but that's it. You do not need to say, when will you be better? Or, oh when my are God, you I fixed? hope you're getting better. I can't wait right. for you to get better because it's, it's, we talked about that with my sibling last night, um, because in their college right now, they're talking about health and in their, one of their classes. And it was like, you know, when you're chronically ill, go get better, but you'll never really get better. The the Their class is actually very interesting because the idea is that when you've been chronically ill or you've had a long illness, who who you your body may completely change so that you can never fully go back to who you were yeah. before. And that's exactly it, is saying to someone, oh, I can't wait for you to get fixed. 
I mean, a lot of, I mean, we could tell, I mean, here we go. This is, this goes along with, here's some stories. I mean, I, this, that we did, we used to take really long drives because that would be the one thing that would help my pain. Um, we would drive from, so where we were, we were in Palo Alto. And if you know where that is, that's on, it's near Stanford. Yeah. It's on the West side of the, it's on like, it's East Bay, it's inner Bay, um, near Stanford, near, it's South of San Francisco, near, I don't um, think any of this matters. So. Okay. I'm geographer. Okay. Anyways, so we used to drive all the way out. We would drive across the bay. We would drive to the other side, and we would drive into the mountains. And just because we'd never seen the rolling, I call them the Teletubby Hills because they're literally rolling hills. But um, it would get really, really hot. And of course, I run completely cold all the time. And we went. We found this place, and we to this day we'll call it the hot place. Um, it was this park. Um, tucked away we found it on accident completely yes. there's alex um yes. but we have a couple funny stories from it um, i honestly don't know its name we call it the hot place i it was vaguely hot. remember it. it would get up to like 100 out there because it'd be in a valley yeah we were heading into the valley and um but here's alex um but we there was several times that we went and i was having I would have to go to the bathroom, and one of my favorite memories is I ran into, they had like a porta potty, and you parked, and I ran in, and while I was in there, I noticed there was this huge, like, black bug on the floor, moving, and I was like, in my head, I was like, now, see, I'm the type of person, I don't kill bugs, the only, the, I mean, not really, the only bugs I will kill are fruit flies, and like, flies, because, those aren't bugs, those are demons, because also, I'm pretty sure one of the co-infections came from a horsefly, so I have issues with, like, ticks and flies. I mean, anyone should. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to kill him. And he seems he seems to just be hot, honestly. And he was like, maybe he was hot and tired. I was like, whatever, I'm going to let them be. And as it gets closer to me, I'm realizing, as I'm, of course, on the toilet, I'm like, it's like a hornet. It's huge. It's this huge black hornet. And I'm like it's gonna sting me it's going to i i swear to god and so i was just like okay give out that energy good out that good vibes and it didn't do anything i left i was like you have fun in there dude um and later we looked it up and that was when those giant the giant hornets were like in california um yes. in 2020 in like early 2021 I would have been so mad if you got stung while you were in the toilet and you had yet one more thing i would be so mad um but we're pretty sure it was a giant black hornet. yeah it was yeah, you described it correctly, which you do, because yeah. you have that visual memory. Um, so I made a friend with a giant, um, scary hornet. That was, that was a fun time. That's how isolated she was. She's making friends with giant hornets. Wow. I, was... I think that, um, yeah, you have to find fun. But we had so much fun yes. doing stuff like that. I mean, you want to tell them how you got a tick? That was, that's... I understand this thing scared the shit out of me because one, one, we left it in a, for some reason, someone put it in a jar on the kitchen counter. We left it there and we thought it would die. So I understand ticks can actually survive. They're like roaches. They can survive well, after nuclear. I didn't think it would die. I just kind of wanted to see what would happen. They're like roaches. They can live after nuclear explosions. They can live with their heads cut off, kind of. Um, so we thought it was dead, and then I remember you were like, well, I'm just gonna open the jar, and I was like, no, it's gonna come for me, and it did. It tried to come for me. It didn't come for you. Yes, it did. I swear to God, it watched me the entire time it was in that jar. 
It was in a Tupperware container. It watched me the entire time. It and it started to at me. Yes, but when I opened it, it started to crawl up the Tupperware container. But what do you de- define coming for me? You make it sound like it, it was flying for me. you. Like, it wanted me. It knew I tasted good. It was like she already had the yummy inside of her. I'm going to eat her. Okay, so one of, let's back up. So one of the reasons why I kept it was because I wasn't sure how long it had been on me. Yeah. And I wasn't sure, sure if it had bitten me. And... You you want to let if you do find a tick on you. By the way, ticks are in southern um, San Francisco. They this is actually a documented thing. It, they're in California, um, so just be wary. But I mean, they're all over the, the place. Department of something in California actually spent mucho money on finding on them. finding the fact on proving the fact that they are actually there, which is something that in the Lyme community in California they'll be like, we could have told you that without you spending all that money. But anyway, taxpayer um, money. Woo. The so the reason I kept it was because if I developed a bullseye rash in the next 24 hours, it is good to have the tick because then your doctors or your Lyme clinic, wherever you go, can send it out for testing and find out what kind of bacteria bacteria was in the tick tick, and then they can help treat you faster and sooner. So that is why I was keeping it. I was not keeping it to terrify my daughter. And yes, I did put water in the Tupperware container because I wanted to keep it, but I was thinking it would drown. So it would be kept, but also dead, but also kind of like, you know, uh, uh, like pickles. It was scary. I was like pickling it with water. And so, yes, it, it, it did live because I didn't know at that point. And I found out when I was, when it was, it was watching Autumn. I will give her that. Thank you. Okay. But it was not coming for her when yes, I opened the thing. Yes, it was. You were on the other side of the room. It, it anyway, knew. I did not develop a bullseye rash. I don't think it oh, bit me. Pause. Not all the tick bites can develop a bullseye rash. I was going to say that. I don't think it bit me. Um, ticks usually have to be on you for a good long time, like seven. No, that's that's even the nymphs have to okay. be on you. That's what I looked up. They have to be on you. And you can, they usually look engorged when you pull them off of you. Because they're eating you. Because they're eating you, and it's usually hard to pull off of you, whereas I just pluck this guy off. But still, just with our history, I wanted to make sure that if I did develop anything or, you know, I was going to send it in. And I actually asked Autumn's Lyme doctors, I'm like, should, do you guys want it? And they were like, well, we'll take it, you know, but they said. Free ticks. Yeah, but I ended up, I don't. No, if I gave it to them, you I don't... flushed it down the toilet. Remember? Uh, yeah, because, because I got so scared that I started panicking. Yeah, Autumn started having a panic attack, so I decided. This not... is what... I have nightmares of ticks swarming me. I feel like it's a Lyme disease person thing. I, if anyone has Lyme disease and they're listening to this, and like, come on. Okay, I would also like to say that, um, it did not get on my legs. I had shorts on, and this is another myth. You will be told, oh, wear long pants through long grass, and you won't get ticks. They've there are scientists um, that have actually proven that ticks will drop down from trees as well, which is pretty sure how like, I got... Like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah, because I had long pants on. I had long socks on through the grass, but I was walking underneath trees, actually, in short grass, and I'm pretty sure it came down from a tree. So, um, yeah. I don't think... You, you know, you just have to be very careful out there. The, 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 There's a lot of myths about... I mean, and how you get Lyme the disease. treatment of how doctors treat Lyme disease is just a myth in right. general of how doctors see Lyme disease. Right. Is they're like, well, it can be treated very quickly and there's nothing right. really that bad and wrong. With I it. would just say, you know, I would just say don't, like, the, you're, you're, don't get so crazy that you're going to be walking out into the woods in a hazmat suit. But when you come out of the woods, 
check yourself if you're camping at night when you can't when you throw camp whatever they do camp things put up a tent put up a tent um pitch a tent um check yourself check yourself check your dogs check your animals well don't worry you mom know. if your dog gets bitten by a tick they'll treat your dog for lyme disease faster the, than they'll treat a vet you. actually will treat a dog for, if you know that your dog has been bitten by a tick the vets will treat your animal faster than humans get treated now yeah. i want you to think about that um and then while we were in this apartment so then i started a different antibiotic while with the other one because we wanted to start speeding or not speeding but just adding more things now this one is the goofy one and i only just started weaning off of this one in the last month um but when i started taking septra um i took it i would have to take it in the morning and the evening and what it used to do at night is it used to make me so tired that I remember I would take it, finish it, clamp off my pick line, flush and whatever, and then be like, night, night, and fall back. And literally fall <laughs> over and go to sleep. Go to sleep. Like, um, she'd be half asleep while she was flushing. I mean, but the favorite, I mean, my favorite personal memory, and I think we've mentioned this one before, is when we were in the bathroom. And <laughs> so the bathroom one of the bathrooms in the apartment had like a cold tile floor and so i when i would this the scepter would used to give me major major migraines and i needed to like sit on the cold tile um because the fine we didn't have a fan or anything um but also i would get really cold the rest of me and so i had a blanket wrapped around me in the dark and <laughs> you i don't the top part of it that hangs broke and so you had to hold it up the it wasn't no it was it was the actual bag had Broke, split yeah. or broken or so something. So you had to hold it up while I was doing it. So you're sitting on the bathroom counter yeah. while I'm sitting under a blanket in the dark doing it in a lot of pain. And you, we started reading... Um, our friend, he, he, they were writing, he was writing a book at the time. Yes. He'd send it to us. And so we were reading that. Well, like, Shout I Shout out to Kaylee, who's an amazing, amazing writer. writer. And he's finished his book. And it's amazing because this is what we read in the dark times. <laughs> the dark times. My God. One of the dark, yes. Yes, we love Kaylee's book. It's really good. It's really good. It actually really it's is. It's really, really good. And it actually, like, I, that was the one thing. I do actually remember the book. Like, you know if I remember things? Yeah. Because as a person that doesn't remember anything i remember this yeah. book so you know it's good because yeah. i don't remember His things writing is so incredibly beautiful and descriptive and autumn can still i mean i remember it and yeah exactly. i've been exhausted for eight years so. <laughs> um so that was i mean that was also the septus used to give me major cravings like weird cravings that was really weird i wanted to point out that this also go ties into really kind of our state of mind because when i Honestly, if that had if that had happened any time in the last two years, I would have just been like, "Bags, stupid bags broke. I'm getting. I'm. We're gonna use another one, and I'll tell Corm next. You know, yeah. next time they call, we're we're down a bag. But or we didn't really know. I was terrified that they would not give us an, an another extra bag, an extra bag, now, another dose. And then meanwhile, on this last Monday, I was calling Corm, being like. Yeah, I ran out of feeding two bags. And the reason I ran out of feeding two bags this month is I realized two of them jammed, remember that night, and I changed them out. And so I, was, I had to throw those two away. Um, but I was totally like, yeah, I ran out, give me more. And they were like, okay, I'm like, give me more. Yeah, do not let anybody try and, of course they're gonna try and intimidate you because it's their money. And they're going to try, but, and Corm will ask. They'll be like, why do you need these? These are DME well, companies, suppl medical supply yeah, companies. medical supply companies will ask you. Well, you you know, it's it's halfway through the month. You've already, you shouldn't have used all of those. 
but they've got to write it down on their lists and th- th- technically they cannot not give it to you because, because it's a medical, medical necessity. necessity but we didn't know that at the time and so i'm in the bathroom and at we were 3 both kind of panicking we yeah. were i was pa- i remember the feeling more than i remember being terrified that if i used another bag that we'd be down one and then what would happen and then, then? what would happen yeah. then so, so, and that was, that's PTSD. That's medical PTSD. Yeah. Instead of being like, hey. Well, because, the, because you'd been told, well, that was your fault that you burst yes. the bag. Yes, exactly. Even though there were, like. Yes. And it's not even not getting one. I didn't want to be chastised again. And I'd been yeah. chastised for I so mean, much was... on this journey of, of, of Autumn's health was all my fault. Yeah. So, you so. know, I let her leave her bubble that I keep her in. Um. Anyway, we should probably wrap up. Yes, this has gone way over. We talked a lot about Lyme disease. I mean, but. It's, I think that, what is the sum that you want people to understand of part of this journey? I mean, after, in the next episode, I want to get into TPN a lot and how, and how it affected me, um, physically and mentally, because I find it interesting how Lyme disease and TPN kind of work. in next episode. For now, what is your sum, what is your main idea that you want people to be able to take away from? Is it? Sloan said he wins the race, I guess. Yes. She's asking me like, yes, yes, you get a A for your main idea. But I mean, it's true is that this whole journey, my Lyme journey has been slow and steady wins the race. I mean, like I said, I started out on a very small dose of antibiotics, very small dose of Zyfaxin. And now, I mean, I'm taking three antibiotics a day. I'm taking Mm -hmm. all these things. And I would also like to say you were taking three antibiotics a day and you're not even taking, they're not, they're not IV anymore. No. You're taking them through your feeds. Two just shoving them in. Well, yes, but you're but they don't have to be IV they don't anymore. Be anymore, yeah. Okay. And, and the only reason I have my line now is we were talking with my surgeon is we're keeping it for hydration and possible if I ever need it again, if I need it for like IV therapy. Um, but my Lyme doctors want to pull it because they're like we don't want to use it anymore because you're fine. And right. that's just progress because there was a time where I desperately needed a line for mm-hmm. my Lyme antibiotics, and that's why we originally got the line, is we were so scared. Right. And when her line would go bad, there's been a couple times we've had problems with it. We've been in the ER, like, again, terrified, because if she had to go a day without her antibiotics, she would go backwards I mean, that was so even, far. That was even last year at John Hopkins with my GJ yes. surgeries. I had to go three days off my antibiotics for Lyme because we were in the hospital, and I was so scared. Yeah. I'm yeah. that what would happen now and so, now look so big picture idea main idea slow and steady also, wins the race with Lyme sometimes disease sometimes people just want to be with you when you're sick yes and sometimes that's all you need please even. stop asking chronically ill people when you will be better please. or please stop asking please stop like just because I go a day without telling you about me being sick just because I go out and do something and the entire time I don't mention me being sick doesn't mean I'm cured. It means the next five days I'm gonna have to lay flat on the floor with my head in a pillow. She, we are going to the Taylor Swift concert at the end of July. <laughs> no, I'm raw dogging it because I'm doing it like six weeks she's after, she's surgery. after surgery. My point is though, is that even if she, even if it wasn't after surgery, she There's... would be. She's gonna have a great time. She's gonna go, and then she will probably be down and out for at least a week. If okay, that. if. And we're talking down and out in her bedroom, like laying in the dark, flat on the, on the floor with my head in a cold pillow, okay. not so wanting to move, breathe, or what exist. you see on social media. If you see people who are chronically ill or who have other different physical abilities or whatever going out and enjoying social media life, is just a highlight reel. You don't know what is happening behind the scenes, and they may pay a lot to have that moment of life which you enjoy without so much as 
thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, because you... So, yeah. just think. Think! think. My Live. students will recognize that. Think! Also, um, okay, we have to do two things. I have to talk about my juice. I haven't really done any new juices, have I? No, no. no new juices. I've been drinking lemonade again, like a weirdo. Okay, we need to finish up because we just... Matcha lemonades. Matcha lemonades. I've been really into matcha lemonades. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, and then also, um... Oh yeah, go message around if you have Snapchat. Go mess around with the new AI chatbot because we're asking historical questions tonight, and it was very confused. So go have fun with that, and we will see you next week and get to tell you more about our fun journey and not and be annoying. So adios, slay.